Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. As a safety precaution against gentrification and uh, protection of Black people and our vernacular everywhere. This particular episode, I'm not going to teach you what the actual slang term means. I'm just going to assume that if you know, you know. And trust me, it absolutely applies. But I can tell you the purpose of the slang. The purpose of the slang is to guarantee (laughs) effectiveness. You need to guarantee that whatever you're doing In the task that you're doing, it's multiple streams, multiple ways, double checking to make sure that the task set in front of you is completed at its fullness of capability. Because if the first way didn't work, the second day may work. We just don't throw everything in the kitchen sink at this mug to make sure that it works. Lawyers have a term called belt and suspenders, which... As you would know, if you're picturing, it's pretty redundant. Your your belt is supposed to keep your pants up, but just in case, we gonna actually add suspenders. <laughs> they finna spin the block on Trump, y'all. Hood politics. Welcome to another episode. This is episode 100 and something. And pat me on the back, patting myself on the back for continuing to do this thing. Man, this is so fun. It's also can be very mentally and emotionally draining. Um, Had no idea when I was signed up for by doing a weekly show. Like, fool, you're tripping. But luckily, there's no shortage of crazy happening out in the news. So. Here's a meta narrative here before I get into the actual topic. I will not be the person responsible for allowing yet another one of our phrases to be taken from us. 
you know, and then weaponized and used against us in a manner for which we don't even was never the definition of in the first place. It, the best example of this, uh, you may or may not know, is the term woke. Like, uh, woke first hit the black vernacular like in the 30s. My daddy used to say it, you know, because he heard it apparently from the OGs from when he was like, but my daddy was like a 70 dude. You got to stay woke, brother. And the definition <laughs> is to remain aware of the tactics of oppression to remain informed about the ways for which this racist white supremacist world continues to hold us down. You got to stay aware, stay woke. You got to stay awake. Don't, don't, don't get too comfortable. Don't fall asleep. Remain informed about the ways for which you are being oppressed. <laughs> This word is about shit white people do. And white people took a word about what they do and did what they do to the word about what they do. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to be responsible for any of this getting out. So now if you find out on your own, if you use context clues, I mean, that's something I can't control, but I am not going to be responsible for teaching you this because I, we just can't. Y'all know the chairs got gentrified. You know, the, you know, the joy we experienced for at least 10 days about them folding chairs. This is the day I'm recording this today that the episode on It Could Happen Here came out um, where we talked about the Montgomery, Alabama brawl. Right. These were the most glorious sets of memes because that 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 OG that was beating fools up with a chair that we all know. OK, he's probably gonna have to go to jail after that, you know, and the, and, the, and the GoFundMe for his bail happened immediately as soon as we saw what happened. You know what I'm saying? The point is the chair was such a symbol <laughs> of our resistance and the jokes were glorious, absolutely glorious. Until one fateful day, we saw my man Kev on stage posted, and it was like, well, guys, the party's over. There was a photo of these two cops, and they was holding chairs. It's like, well, party's over, guys. We just, we can't, now it's not funny. That's not funny in any way. It, like, this, you just, this was our, this was our tool of correction. You just took it's just, here we go. It's like, this always happens. We can't add nothing. I remember, the, remember them Snuggy commercials where the family was raising the roof? We was like, it's dead. Y'all saying, it's just, it's dead. You just, y'all just be murdering. <laughs> we can't have anything. That's just what it feels like. So that being said, I am not going to teach you what spin the block means. I'm, I'm not going to teach you. I'm just going to tell you that's what they do in the Trump. Okay. And the purpose of spinning a block is effectiveness. That's that's the purpose. Uh, you just need to make sure what you were trying to accomplish is accomplished in multiple ways. Because if if one way don't work, you got a barrage of other ways to make sure that that, and you got a way of, of double checking. We just need to double check our work, make sure 
that uh, the experience was as bad as it possibly could have been towards the persons for which we are spinning blocks on. Dad, the dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, what I want to talk about is the pending federal case for former President Donald Trump. Because the case is, it's unique in so many ways i should probably close the window i don't know if you guys can hear this hiss matt will probably fix it but i'm gonna close the window leave this in because this is 
I like this this rawness. All right, does that sound better? Well, you probably can't tell because Matt knows how to mix. Anyway, uh, where was I? <laughs> I'm so tired, y'all. Oh no. So this case is like, there's no roadmaps because no one's ever tried to like, at least in our, you know, history of a country. I don't think a president's ever tried to overthrow the election. Like there's never been, at least in the way for which we've seen, you know what I'm saying? So when you, I don't know if you've, okay, listen, here's, here's, here's another example. You got kids, you ever babysat, you got or know someone with kids and you ever found yourself explaining something you never thought you'd have to articulate or a level of mess that you just never felt like I just never thought like I know messes but I never I've never seen a mess the way that this mess is let me you 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 got kids, you clean up their toys and then blink and they're all back out again. And you're just like, I don't even know how you did this that fast, right? You 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 have your child reaching in the middle of their diaper and maybe smelling whatever came out of their butt. And you're just like, I never thought I'd have to tell you that. That you probably shouldn't, hey, don't do that. Like, I, I don't know if there's a law around about this, but I just... Ain't no rule. I just thought I didn't have to tell you that because this, I mean, <laughs> I don't understand why I need to explain this. That there's a number of those moments as a parent. Now, there was this moment with my uh, my seven-year-old. I think she was maybe five or six at the time where I was making her dinner I have a lot of stories where I learned life lessons about making somebody dinner, right? And she, I made her some like, I don't know. It was like my my daughter like me is like me and she likes seafood, which is super dope. You know what I mean? So I, was, I maybe made her some salmon. She loves salmon, whatever. Uh, she likes broccoli, which is crazy. But either way, she likes it. Anyway, so I was making her a meal and she decided, she likes to ask the like, you know, it's figuring out, well, what if I don't like it? Now, if you can... If you don't know yet, I'm black. And I'm like, uh, like my man consciously says, I'm a first generation gentle parenter. Like I'm, this is new. Like I don't, I'm not, I I don't have many examples as to like of gentle parenting. Now, given my parents the benefit of the doubt, they were probably considerably kinder than their parents were. But this whole gentle parenting thing is new. So when she say something like, what if I don't like it? I mean, just can y'all imagine the amount of things that was coming out of my brain? You, you, you like what I say you like. You eat what I cook. And when you grown, you can eat what you want. You know what I'm saying? What you mean? What if you don't like it? Then I guess you ain't having no dinner nor dessert. I guess you going to bed hungry talking about, you know, what if you don't like it? You going to put it in your mouth and you going to figure you going to learn how to like it. Like, I'm sorry, I'm black as hell. That's that's what's coming out in me. And she was like, but you made something I don't like. Why would you give someone something that they don't like? And I kind of froze because I was like, damn, that's actually a good ass question. <laughs> I, 
I kind of, oh, stop making sense, little girl. Like, I kind of didn't know what to say at that moment. Cause I was like, I don't, I've never had to, that's a question I've never had to answer. That was, that was, I, that was a good question. Like, just like this little girl, she 40 years old. That's a great question. Why would I give some, someone something that they don't like? Goddamn. I don't, I don't know if I had, I never thought about creating some sort of rule around that sort of, I just never thought about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you don't know how to cook. Therefore, I'm making you dinner. You supposed to eat what I give you. I'm not feeding you no pill bugs or nothing. I just don't understand. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is sometimes ain't no map for something because you just never thought it was going to be a question you're going to have to answer. So this is the situation with Trump. He's broken laws that it was like, we kind of don't even know what's the best way to explain what you just did, right? Now, if you understand the criminal, you know, the law code, the criminal justice system, the, the easy ones, the innocent till proven guilty, and you have to be guilty of a crime that I can prove, right? But if you guilty of multiple crimes, usually what you do is you list out the crimes and the action that coincides with the crime, right? So it's, it's, it's generally like a, like a one-to-one, right? But that's hoping since, again, think of it like this. That's hoping that if I shoot this one bullet at this one person, it's going to hit that one thing. And if it doesn't, if this one bullet that I know I can prove does not prove what I say it's going to prove, doesn't hit the target that I say it's going to hit, I can't just arbitrarily pick another bullet. Like, that's not how it works. Like, for example, when you have somebody, that's how people who actually, like, killed someone can get away with it. If you charge them with the wrong kind of murder, does that make sense? Like first degree, second degree or manslaughter, like you have to get, you have to pick the type of killing that they did. So there's no question that they killed the person. Question is, am I guilty of the crime that you saying I'm guilty of? So normally it's, you did this, this action was wrong based on this law, Right. The problem with Trump's situation is it was a gang of things he did, just just a clusterfuck of shit that it's like, where do I even start? You know, I just because I can't bring a case unless the case is coherent, except for like, bro, what it, it, you you did the things like you just you just tried to what the and he and he could always be like, I tried to do what? And if you can't say what the actual thing is succinctly and say, what is it? Another example, if you're in a relationship and it's just like, and you like, damn, my partner tripping. Like, about what? About what specifically? Ah, it's just like, nah, you just been like all weird about like, give me an example. What do you mean? What do you mean I was weird? Like, in what way? I don't, I, I can't, how do I apologize? How do I correct something? You can't tell me what it was. Ah, it's just the way you walked in. Was it, the, well, I mean, was I walking fast? Like, you, you didn't like the volume of what I said? Like, what are you saying? What's the problem? Ah, just, you, it was just all wrong. What was wrong? How do I change the behavior? You don't tell me that. So that's basically, that's what happens with, with law cases. So with this one, there's three 
central indictments, and they're all types of conspiracies. There's the conspiracy to defraud the government. There's the conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. And then there's this one that's the conspiracy to disenfranchise voter voters. Now, the thing is, these what's so interesting about this case, again, is like, these are not three separate crimes. This is three ways to explain the same thing. And that's what we mean by belt and suspenders. I'm charging you. There's three different ways you can look at how I'm charging you because it was a collection of actions that have to do with his intention, his mindset, and the steps he took. And we're not even talking about the Georgia one. That's a whole, that one just dropped today, the Georgia indictment, where he just was like, yo, find me votes because I won. So find the votes that prove that I won. That's a whole other crime. That's on tape, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole other crime. So here's, here's, here's the specifics. Each of these things have, again, are the way to explain the entirety of the moves. Now, what are the entirety of the moves? Well, it's first the claiming of fraud, right? The steps he took to pressure Mike Pence into not um, confirming the votes, the ordering of the fake electors, and then finally the speech that sort of encourages people to go storm the Capitol. And then also, you know, the 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 Georgia situation, right? So when you look at all of it, he's like, all of it could be seen in one of these three ways, right? Belt and suspenders. Spin the block on that boy, right? So the conspiracy to defraud the government is essentially being like, nigga, you lost. You're trying to make it to where you didn't. They're just just telling Michigan to just pick new dudes, right? That's a complete disenfranchising of voters. You, you see how they're all connected, right? Because that's, that's disenfranchising voters because nigga, they voted for Biden. You're just saying, I'm just going to get somebody that say they, that said that that's false. You're defrauding, you're defrauding the voters. You're, you're, or you're, you're disenfranchising us. And then to obstruct office or an official procedure was the Mike Pence thing, right? To try to convince Mike Pence to not do his part, even though Mike Pence was saying, nigga, like this, this is a formality. It's nothing, there's nothing I can do. Now, of course, Mike Pence on his um campaign trail is like, I chose the constitution. And nigga, there was nothing you could do, but it do play well. It's, you know, like you some brave man. He did have a dope line though, when people asked him about like, is he going to debate Donald Trump? His dope line was like, I debated him all the time. It just, there wasn't any cameras. That's a, that's, 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 that's a bar. That's a bar, old Pence. You know what I'm saying? Every once in a while, you might bite some mayonnaise and it got a little bit of flavor to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a little mayonnaise sandwich had a little bit of flavor in that one. You feel me? So, like, good for you. You know, that's, that's, that's a bar. I debated him all the time. It just wasn't no cameras there. Good. Now, let's get into the specifics of, like, what can and can't work after this brisek.
granddad, the dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I'm back. My uh, wife and daughter just walked in from Koreatown and they just brought in some fried chicken because let me tell you something. Koreans can fry chicken. Uh, look, y'all can fry a bird, boy. Y'all, y'all Cambodians, Filipinos, I'm going to go in that order. If you're not getting fried chicken for black people, if you're getting it from them Koreans, them Cambodians, or them Filipinos, nigga, they, they can fry chicken, y'all. I'm, look, respect. Anyway, I'm sorry, I just finished a uh, flat and a ginger ale, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, here's, here's the brass tacks. Here's where it gets to, like, Trump could always say, or his lawyers could say, dog, I can say whatever I want about the election. That's not illegal. I'm protected under the First Amendment. If people believe what I say, that's on them. So the next question becomes, well, were you lying? 
Did you know this was false? And if you knew this was false and you continue to proceed to try to make it true, like you knew you knew you was lying, you knew this wasn't true, you knew you lost, but you still went through this process. Oh, word, your intent matters, right? A lot of people would argue like if Trump didn't know what he was doing is illegal, then because of the counsel he was given, like he's saying that like, look, dude, I just did what my lawyer told me. My lawyer told me, you know, this, that this is what we can do, right? Which is crazy to think that like there are crimes that if you didn't know it was a crime, it's okay, you did it. There's obviously there's other, there's other ones that aren't like that. Like, listen, listen. It's real simple. If you run a red light and you say, oh, I ain't know that red light meant stop. Nigga, you still ran the red light. I don't nobody care what you know or don't know. Nigga, you, you committed the crime because like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Right. But there are some like crimes and scenarios to where like, yeah, your mindset actually matters. You feel me? But you in a rock and a hard place here. This is why you spend the block on homie, because it's like, OK, listen, let's just say you actually knew this was false. And you still went through anywhere. That's a conspiracy. And and you had malicious intent. You were actually trying to. That's shape three. You were trying to defraud the American voters. You're not fit for president. On the other hand, if you actually believed and this would be his defense. What if he actually believed it was true? He actually believed in his heart of hearts that he won this election and that the Democrats cheated. If you actually believed that, then it would makes sense that you would do everything in your power to fight for your just dues. You were like, no, they cheated. We need to make this right. I'm going to step in and I'm going to do what I got to do. So all my actions are justified because the initial crime was I got defrauded first. I'm just making what I'm making a wrong right would be an argument. But that argument would also be like, well, then you're a dumbass and you're also not fit for president because whether you thought you was right or not, nigga, you weren't. And and because you weren't, when you tried to get Pence to not do the thing, you now did obstruction of an official thing. You've done the thing. That's still a crime. Even though you thought it was right, that's still a crime. You still you still obstructed an official procedure of government. That's the argument. Then you go into the like, well, when you go pick the fake electors, and, nigga, you on your own there. You that's that's again, that's a complete def- you. You are disenfranchising voters. That is illegal. Now, where did that law come from? Damn, nigga. It came from the Civil War. It's a reconstruction law. It was trying to stop the Klan. Can you imagine somebody having to pull a law all the way from the Klan to explain what the hell you doing? So the other person that's in charge of this or that's that's also, you know, getting the block spun on him would be John Eastman, because John Eastman, the only one that suggested, yo, Here's what Mike Pence can do. You should get that fool to do this. Now, let's look into the evidence. It would be so, this would be such a hard case. <laughs> if the nigga did, if he, wa- if he wasn't always running his mouth. Like this, <laughs> this, this, this is so funny to me. Trump, you running his mouth. Cause you run your mouth. You go say some shit. That's go. So, I, I can't even get it out because it's so funny to me. The niggas on record saying, yeah, you're right. It's probably for the next guy. Like admitting that he knew he lost. Nigga, every lawyer he had except for one was like, Mr. Trump, Mr. President, it's over. Okay? There is no, 
there is no fraud. Like that, it didn't happen, bro. And he just went through lawyer after lawyer to find somebody that said yes. And the nigga that said yes was America's favorite mayor. Rudy Giuliani was like, nah, man, nah, push forward, push through. See, my lawyer said that. He's like, oh, you, so you're going to ignore 17 lawyers and listen to the one and be like, look, but my lawyer said so. You, you, bro, you did it all. So however you want to slice this cake, you, the, the, there is mud in your eye. You understand what I'm saying? Go on mixed in metaphors because I'm going to use, because one of them going to stick. You feel me? <laughs> This is the situation. So this is what the lawyers, what lawyers call belt and suspenders. It's like, it's not just one way to, it's not just one thing. Did y'all watch Succession? You know how the uh, Roy Roy family kept saying stuff like, well, the, the deal could take a lot of different shapes. It's a lot of different shapes. That's my Kindle. You know, it's a lot of different shapes. Fucking, you know, it could take, it could take a new shape. It could take a new shape. So that's what they're saying. These are a lot of shapes. Line go up. You know, you just want the shapes. Like there's so many shapes you could... How how do you want it? How do you feel? Tell me how you want it, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Six million ways to die. Choose one. So so this is the case. It's like, I'm not talking about your free speech because you're right. That's too ambiguous. I can't come at you with that. I'm not even talking about, which if you notice in this, there is no inciting insurrection. That's not in there. Because again, I don't know if I can make that look. He could, cause you could always be like, listen, man, I, I, you didn't hear me say go storm the Capitol. You heard me say stuff like that could mean what I said could mean a lot of things. That's not a good case, but you absolutely sent fake electors. You absolutely told Pence to stop, to not do the thing. You absolutely did that. You continued to seed a false narrative. And then try to make that false narrative true. That's, it is completely legal to be a dumbass. It's completely legal to be misinformed. It's even perfectly legal to take steps towards correcting a perceived injustice. But listen, like my mama say, just because you think you right don't mean you ain't wrong. I'm going to say it again for you. Just because you think you right don't mean you ain't wrong. Get right or get left, baby. <laughs> so he's sure. Now, lastly, I like the way he handling this. And by like it, I mean this. This fool. So they spinning the block on Trump. Trump turning to the block and being like, yo, they spinning the block on us. So you need to give me money to protect us because if they shooting at me, they shooting at you, too. What you should say is, hold up, homie, that us, that word us is doing a lot of lifting in that sentence. What the hell you mean us? <laughs> he, he, listen, y'all, the man's G card, the man's boss status. There's if there is if he wasn't so atrocious. There would be some gold medals you'd have to give this man. One of them gold medals is he's hilarious. The man is just funny. Like, there's just another way around it. That, that he funny. The other one is I, he, he can move a hood, y'all, because you talking about this man 
that continually uses you and continually gets in trouble convinces you that his trouble is your trouble. And now you paying his court fees. Y'all paying his labor. You donate. If you donate to the brother, you paying his legal fees. This multimillionaire who's supposed to be like, oh, I can't pay. I run, I run my own. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a millionaire. I don't need nobody money. Well, that's crazy because it seemed like you got everybody else paying for your court fees. So maybe won't you use your own, nigga? What you mean, us? You look, you from the city, you walking home, your homeboy say, dang, we finna get jumped. It's like, wait, 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 wait. We? We? I was not the one talking shit. You was talking shit. Talking about we. I told your ass to shut up. I told you, leave them niggas alone over there. That's what I said. You ain't listening to me. That's what them lawyers should be like, nigga, we told you. We tried to tell you. We told your ass to stop. Now you talking about he coming for us. No, nigga. He coming for you. Okay? He coming for you. Nigga, you is on your own. I'm finna slide, cuz. Look. Niggas, you wrote them diss songs about it in the club right now. I'm finna slide, homeboy. That beef ain't mine. Nigga, I tried to tell you. There's an interview with um, OT Genesis. He was on Big U's podcast. And he was talking about back when uh, all homeboy got his chain snatched. Um, YMB, I think I think that's homie's name. When he got chain snatched at the Roscoe's, they asked him about tapping in. And Genesis was like, look, man, I lock in with who I lock in with. And I tell my niggas like, hey, listen, just hit me up. Like, it's all love. Just when you get here, just let me know. But niggas try to feel like, you know what I'm saying? They think they, they think they already, you know, they think they already hot that they good out here. And then they get into a situation. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, listen, it's a lot of, it's a lot of hungry brothers out there. It's a lot of hungry niggas in these streets. He was like, y'all get in a situation. Don't drop my name. Nigga, don't bring me up. You know what I'm saying? Cause I tried to tell you, you didn't call when you got here. I'm not coming to save you. I told you to call when you got here. Don't, 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 no, 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 no. Don't bring my name up. Don't, don't you, don't say, don't say my name at all. You on your own. No, I, t- I told you when you got here, this is what you supposed to do. So if you Trump folk, that's that, look, that should be your attitude. Like, nigga, we tried to tell you. You know how many times we tried to stop you? But no, you don't listen. You, you don't listen. You know better. You know better than all of us, right? All right. Go and hold that L. Fight your case. Nigga, if you make it, you make it. Now check this out. If you're the lawyer, remember the episode you shoot at the king you bet not miss? Uh, I think these people who are bringing these cases to him know that. You can't, this will end their careers if they miss. You will never work. You might as well go and learn how to become a barista. You will never work in law again. If you if you take this shot and you not for damn sure, if you gonna shoot up a kickback, you better make for god doggone sure that the person you shooting at is in that building. Cause if you shooting he not there, you done killed that man family, that man lady, that man child. 
man, best friend, his cousin, his auntie, his grandma caught a stray because you had some bad intel and he wasn't there. You done killed his family like that. Hey, you, you should move to Honduras. Just get out the state. Just get out the country because you, if you're going to shoot at a king, you better make for sure you know what you're talking you, you, you aiming at. You better make for sure it's going to hit him. But just in case, just spray the whole block anyway. Hood politics, y'all. You know, I don't know why I ain't thought of this before, but you know, you could use promo code HOOD for 15% off on terraformcoldbrew.com. Like, I forgot I own that company and this is my pod. Y'all go ahead and punch it promo code hood if you in the cold brew. Get you some cold brew. Go on, get you some coffee. Y'all, like, I can't believe I ain't thinking this till right now. Yo, this thing right here was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This thing was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by the one and only Matt Osowski. Y'all, check out this fool's music. I mean, it's incredible. Executive produced by Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media. Man, and thank you for everybody who continue to tap in with us. Make sure you leave a reviews and five-star ratings and sharing it with the homies so we could get this thing pushed up in the algorithm and listen i just want to remind you these people is not smarter than you if you understand city living you understand politics we'll see you next week bean dad the dress 30 to 50 feral hogs If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.